There comes a time in every superfan's life that he will find himself with no choice but to capture the hosts of his favorite podcast. <laughs> it's only natural, a natural law even. To this end, I have sought out the hosts of the Nameless Dead. Yes, you know the ones, Karina, Emily, and Katie. And I have them now trapped within the confines of my reasonably priced above-ground pool. And there I will show them footage from a crime most strange and diabolical. A series of crimes that I have deep personal knowledge of, shall we say. <laughs> will they put the pieces together in time? Can they pierce the exquisite conundrum that I have laid before them like a plate of sardines? Only time will tell. But what they don't know is that time is running out. That's gonna be hard to explain. Thus begins one of the bravest intergalactic rescues. As ever witnessed, Bruce Carrie White had terrible luck. Power to destroy an entire town. We'll get to hear our favorite song in this one. Fuck you. <laughs> Dark cousin. Okay, so where are the aliens? Where are I told you. The aliens. They abandoned that storyline. Like the murder hornets in 2020. Okay, so we start with a bunch of new nuns. <laughs> yeah, where have they been? Where and where they are they been? now? There's a lot more nuns here. Yeah, yeah. Where, where have they nuns been? Came from. Is it because they realized Sister Jude would be like, "There's only one other nun," <laughs> so they're like, "Wait a second, we need more nuns." A fuck ton of new nuns and a new patient who we haven't mm -hmm. met, who hears voices. The voice in his head is not very nice. No, it's like a mean older brother or dad or something. Yeah. And there's a nun cutting meat near him. Mm -hmm. He's one of those deli slicers. He decides to claim the bread is too thick and offer to fix the cutting machine. The deli meat. The deli meat machine. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> By the way, he's not just mm -hmm. like somewhere else. In, he's in like the, a random deli slicer. <laughs> so he goes up to quote unquote fix the deli meat slicing machine so he goes up and he slits his wrists on the blade and then we meet this angel of death character that yes. hasn't been around for all the other deaths impeccably styled they scrapped the alien and um, they brought her well, in oh i guess he summoned her right because he put her name on yeah, the wall right he wrote her name in blood on the wall but so like all the other people that died they wrote her name in blood somewhere that we just don't see. They just That's didn't it. get to go where she takes them. So he's recovering, and the angel of death shows up, asks for his consent, and then blows up his wrist to kill mm -hmm. him. We also see her visit Grace, because Grace is hemorrhaging from her botched hysterectomy, which Sister Mary Eunice talks to Dr. Arden about, and he seems to know nothing about it. But so who sterilized her? Right? Uh-huh. Aliens? So who did it? We don't know. We don't know. know. Sister Mary Eunice is telling him what to do. He's like, oh, I deserve respect. He slaps her. He says, touch me again and you die. And, and then he, he didn't goes, actually touch her, but he, he attempts. Goes, he goes to slap her again. Yes. 
and then she throws him against the other side of the room she with her, her telekinesis yes, devil mind powers. demon powers he's cutting on sister marianne has also interacted with the angel of death it seems like human Mary Eunice is like, free me from this possession. Yeah, she surfaced for a moment there. And then Demon's like, nah, we good. The Angel of Death refers to him as a fallen cousin and mm-hmm. claims that the pure part of him is reaching out to her. Which the pure part of him is Mary Eunice. But she says the reason you're compelled towards me is because part of you is so pure. The human that you've inhabited is reaching out to me as well. Mm. Dr. Arden decides to give Grace a bunch of antibiotics to cure the... Yeah, out of spite, he, he like, heals her? her. Yeah, we don't really know what, he, don't gives know what he gives her. Because he won't take the blame for her death, essentially, which is yeah. weird, but whatever. Yeah. She did recover very quickly. Did he give her his fancy cocktail, and maybe she's just the first person it worked on? I think we can assume from the lack of boils mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. no... <laughs> He is theoretically a medical doctor as well as... Theoretically. So we see Lana and Threadson. Uh, I hate this storyline. Oh, no. Wait, what's happening? He's raping her. Oh. Uh, this is so weird. Yeah. Like, what? What are they doing? We open... On the two yes. of them, him yep. raping her. Later on, he comes down and says, We've reached an impasse. Do you want me to strangle you or cut your throat? I can either cut your throat or I can strangle you. <laughs> cool. I don't believe in guns. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Neither, please? Although, before that, the Death Angel visits her uh, and offers her an out. What was she dying of? Given up on life. But she. Can you do that? She because no. she appeared during the rape and then visited her after. So people can die from the trauma of rape. I don't know. It's a bit of a reach. Yes. They're just really making this mutual yeah. death happen. She was only on set for a week. So <laughs> Seth Redson tries to, I guess, sedate her so that he can kill her. I mean, maybe he, he was, said he doesn't want her to be afraid. Maybe he was going to kill her with whatever maybe. he was going to inject her with. Maybe. Yeah. He does yeah. try to inject it into her neck, which is intense. So she overpowers him. What's happening? Punch him in the dick. Okay. She's trying to stab him with the needle in the neck. Oh, she's strangling him with the chains now. Alright. Mm-hmm. Manages to escape. Oh no, she's gonna get chased by fast zombies. Uh, well, he doesn't live on the premises. Uh, no, but look at but this. there's gonna be fast zombies. A- aliens, aliens. Maybe it's aliens. Where are the aliens? Uh. Sister Jude. <laughs> Gets into a car that's driving down the road. Turns out and it's another psycho dude. Yes, a dude that I guess was cheated on by his wife. After 10 years of marriage, Ugh, give he's, me got, a break. he's got some resentment that he wants to take out on Lana. So he kills himself while he's going 50 miles an hour down the yep. road and crashes the car. Yep. She wakes up. Oh my god, is she back at Briarcliff? I swear uh, to god. Yep. I swear to the uh, aliens. Back in Briarcliff. In the arms of Mary Eunice. Who she tries to convince that kid is innocent, mm-hmm. and Dr. Threadson is bloody face. And Mary Eunice knows this. The yeah, demon in her knows all the truth. She knows it. But she... she walks out, and when the guard asks how Lana is, tells him that she's still very confused. The guard relays to Sister Mary Eunice that Kit has escaped. 
is ordered to be shot on sight if he's sighted. Right. So meanwhile, Sister Jude is at the motel with the body of Goodson, receives a phone call. It's Sister Mary Eunice, who says she knows about the hit and run. Yeah, we remember. We were there. Sister Jude, she's had an entire She left of, her yeah, liquor, liquor and also appears to have planted evidence to make it seem like Goodson was researching the hit and run and so is framing Sister mm-hmm. Jude to make it seem like she murdered him. She also left Sister Jude a razor to kill herself. To kill herself. Yeah. Sister Jude goes to a diner has fantasies about killing herself, and then sees this angel of death. They have a lengthy conversation. About how Sister Jude was, like her husband left her because he gave her syphilis, and now she can't have children. Mm -hmm. And she forgave him, but that wasn't enough. She wanted to kill herself then. Syphilis treatment became widely available. I think in the 40s it wasn't widely available. By the 60s it was widely available. Uh. Before that, they thought that they had cures, but it was like mercury and it was really bad for you. Mm. So... That would mean that all of the guys that she was hooking up with, she was just giving syphilis to? Because there wouldn't have been oh. a treatment available, right? Uh, so well, maybe she was spreading syphilis rampantly. Just another thing for her to ruminate on in her relationship with the church. Then it's a flashback to the hit and run. So we see some days after the hit and run, her band dumps her. Mm-hmm. She's a mess. They give her a detective's card because they're just looking into it in general. She tears goes, that right up, packs continues up to drink and drive, and hits a tree in Briarcliff. And, and I guess that's her entry the into nunnery. Yeah, she comes to the next morning, zeroing in on the statue of the Virgin Mary. 1964, she leaves the diner. She's not ready yet. She has like mm-hmm. something else she has to do before she, the angel no, can take her. So she goes to the family of the little girl in the blue coat that she ran over. Missy, Molly, we now Missy, know. to, oh, I guess, apologize. Missy. And while she's talking to the parents, Missy walks in. Yeah. And takes her newborn baby. And she's totally fine. Yep. She's um, a nurse. So I guess, yeah, she just had some broken bones and yeah. that was it. Which is what her parents said. You would think all these newspaper articles that Sister would have Mary mentioned Eunice that. has been tormenting Jude with would mention the, the girl didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Shoddy journalism back in well, the day. Well, perhaps she never read the articles. Because uh, she was avoiding, right? We see her uh, yeah, turn off the news report about it. it. So, maybe. Yeah. We see Kit talking to his lawyer. We do. The lawyer is saying, hey, I'm not telling you to lie, but if you can act, basically act, act crazy, crazy yeah. we can maybe go back to that explanation. And so instead, Kit whacks his lawyer upside the head and then mm-hmm. escapes. Yeah, yeah. Then we see Grace in the kitchen, totally fine. <laughs> right as rain. Would not think she almost bled oh, out. Like we see Kit coming in through the tunnel mm-hmm. to rescue her. Because the last Kit hears is that Grace is ill because he wants her to testify on his behalf. And yeah. she's not going to make it. And not even going to necessarily make it to the trial. Right? Yes. So he goes to save her. And also their friends. He accidentally lets in some zombies. <laughs> yeah. This fucking show. Yeah. How does it have zombies and aliens? Does it have aliens? Yes! Does At it? some point it had aliens. God damn it. <laughs> so he lets in a zombie 
and he's like rescuing Grace and they have an embrace and a zombie appears mm-hmm. and he kills the zombie and then Frank the security guard enters and is like got shoot on side orders for yeah, this guy he's holding a weapon and he goes to shoot Kit Grace jumps in front takes yep. the bullet and she dies yep the angel of death comes to Grace, asks yeah. her if she's ready. Yeah. Grace says yes and says that she's finally free. So apparently you can just say no? You can't. I, I mean, mean, we saw plenty of characters. Yeah. I know, but like, cool. Lana That's said an option, no left right? and right. So I never have to die. I can just keep saying, no, I'm not ready. No, I think, I think you only get a short delay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I can keep putting that can down the road. <laughs> do, 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 do. The Nameless Dead would like to thank me, Matt Hardy, for trapping the hosts in his pool. <laughs> and to our producer, Derek Adams. If you liked this little experiment, tell your friends, follow The Nameless Dead on your favorite podcasting app, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash namelessdeadpodcast. And until then... Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.